life is meant to be lived. And on this show, I'm going to tell you crazy stories of my life. I'm your boy, Mush King. You already know, I got a story to tell. Hey, what it is, boys and girls, it's your boy, Mush King, and you're now tuned into an all-new episode of A Story to Tell, a show where I like to tell the crazy stories of my life, the crazy stories of the internet, and just, you know, come through and kick it and talk about all the things that I'm listening to, what I'm watching, and all that good stuff. You catch me here each and every Wednesday on the CWF Network, where we bring you the big content in the small pieces. What's good, everybody? I am him, and he is I, and I am back. I know that I missed last week, and I apologize for that, but um, if you haven't listened to the last episode, Pushy Mushy, go ahead and check that out, because that was a good episode. I went back and listened to that actually yesterday, and you know, I am trying to, um, oh, sorry, I hope you're doing well. Sorry about that, and shout out to everybody who's new listening here. Shout out to everybody who has been tuning in for some time now. You know, I've been doing this show for a real long time. And your boy is just at a brand new stage where he's just trying to grow and do better things because, like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna do something if you're, um, you know, and not at your best skill wise? That's that's just how I think about it. But thank you for tuning into this show. Um, let's get into the catch up. You know, recently last week I went to New York. Like that's one of the reasons why I wasn't able to record. Um, you know, I was not taking my mic with me. Now let me tell y'all something. The flights for Spirit and Frontier and all that. Listen, I'm not like a Spirit, like, you know, hater and all that. Like, I know there's people out there like, yuck, Spirit. But, like, you know, when you got to catch a flight somewhere quick, like, you know, to pop somewhere, it, it's cool. It's cool. But they get you with the luggage, man. Checking on bags is crazy. I think they was charging like $69 for like, um, to check the bag, and I think it was $79 for a carry-on, and like I'm like, well, it was a $50 ticket. Now I'm back to the $120, and I could have just paid, you know, Delta or United or one of them. So I, I had to um, go to New York, and I was just like, I had bought the ticket a couple weeks ago, and I originally went, um, you know, to go meet up and have some meetings and things like that. But, you know, events transpired, and so some of the people that I wasn't, you know, I was supposed to meet, I you know, didn't go meet, but that's a story for a different day, but I was able to go back to New York, now that was the first time I was back in New York since, um, hmm, March 2021, I had went to New York because I just started a new position with the Department of Education up there, so I had to go to New York to go get the laptop, now when I had went there, that's when it was like at the height of the pandemic, like the streets were closed, nobody was on the streets, it was empty, train was empty, and, you know, it was just real depressing. And I said that I wasn't going to go back until, you know, New York was open again and stuff like that. Because, you know, Atlanta never closed. Like, I was in Atlanta the whole time during the pandemic, going out, wilding, Lord. And, um, <clears throat> but I got to go back home, you know, to see the city that, you know, will be my forever city. Now, one thing I will say is... Um, it's definitely back. It's definitely back and thriving. Like, let me tell you something. I must have walked like 10 miles. Like, one of my favorite things to do in New York was always to go walking. Like, that's one of the best ways I was able to clear my head. And also, like, it's also another way to be entertained. Because in New York, you walk down the street, you don't, you never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to see. So, I was just walking around, walking down 125th Street and seeing all the changes 
that has happened. And, you know, it makes you kind of sad when you walk around and see all the places, like the landmarks that you've known since I was a kid. And now they're not even there no more. Like the Pathmark on 125th, like I saw that they finally tore it down. I remember when it closed, but they finally tore it down. And that was just like, damn, like 125th looking like a mini 34th Street, downtown Brooklyn looking like, you know, a mini Dubai with all the, you know, the high rises and stuff like that. Um, my old neighborhood by Fordham Road in the Bronx, like they really changed Fordham Road up a lot. Like a lot of the mom and pop stores are gone. So it was just it was different to see it. I mean, like, listen, New York will be what it is. And what I will say about living in New York is it's kind of it's kind of like a little like like a little rat wheel. And it's like when you're on that wheel, like you just kind of live that life. And it's like when you're in it, you don't realize like the life that you're living because that's everyday life. Like, you know, just how you get on a train and, you know, apartments and the prices and stuff like that. Like you don't realize it because that's everyday life for you. And you until you go somewhere else and you're just like, wow, there's space here. Wow. Like it's cheaper here. Wow. Like you could get a little bit more for your money somewhere else. So. Once you step off the wheel, then you're just like, ooh. So when you go back, it's like, ooh, I don't know if I want to hop on this wheel again. Like, I, I was standing there. I didn't even know that they was getting rid of Metro cards. So I'm standing there trying to, like, get on the bus. I'm like, bro, how do you do this? Now you can tap your phone. Like, I remember when New York was tokens. Like, that is so, it's so weird. I remember when they put the Metro card machines in there. So just a big um, thing. Guys, we are moving into fall. I think today's the first day of fall. Happy fall to you, autumn, whatever you guys want to say. Um... And, you know, me and a friend of mine was just talking about, like, seasonal depression. And that shit has definitely been hitting me hard, y'all. Like, I love the summertime, even though it don't really agree with my skin like that. You know, me and this eczema, it's, it's a constant battle every day. But um, now that fall is here, the weather is getting chilly again, and it's getting dark earlier, and the sun takes longer to come out. Like, it just, it just be putting me in a mood, man. I hate it. I hate it. And the thing is, I have a winter birthday, so you would think that I would like the winter and the cold, but nah. Mm -mm. I used to dream as a kid of just living somewhere warm all year long and being in the sun all year long. Like, I never wanted to, all I wanted to do was just play in the park at night for some reason. Like, that was like a dream of mine. I was like, when I'm an adult, I'm going to play, well, I'm going to go to the park at night because I, I don't. <laughs> Not for those purposes, for those people listening out there with those type of minds, because I know you, I know you, you're listening. But. You know, I've just been trying to, and fall is like a time where I like to prepare and do all this stuff, where it kind of you like you focus on your end of the year goals and stuff. Now, let me tell you something. I am months away from the last year of my 30s, bro. And like, whew, I've been trying to like refocus some things, restructure some things because like, you know, I've had these goals of where I want to be for 40. Like I've been saying that on this show for mad years now. Like there's certain places I want to be. And, you know, now that I've been in Atlanta, it's been almost a year and a half. And it's just like, all right, I need to start moving and shaking and doing the things that I need to do. But, like, I had to shake that pandemic dust off of me, man. Like, just communication was lacking. Like, you know, the the urge to want to go anywhere. The urge to really get dressed up like I used to. And, like, all of that is starting to come back and stuff like that. And the one thing I will say is, y'all. So, for me, I be having to watch the club. Now, like, the club has always been, like, an escape for me. Like, anytime, even in my 20s, like, when I had problems, like, I'd be like, man, fuck it, I'm going to go to the club. Like, I'm going to just go to the club and just have mad fun and stuff like that. But then, like, you know, over the years, it started to be like, you know, you go to the club, you get drunk, you spend all your money, and then you wake up and the problem's still there. Like, it's still there. So, you know, I had to be mindful because, like, spring, 
this all this summer, I've really just been like going out. And the thing is, is I've needed it because I needed to get back into my social mode. I needed to get like my communication skills up and, you know, do things like that. So I'm glad that I did it. But I had to pull, I have to I had to pull all the way back because it's just like, you know, I've, I've noticed that the, the, the focus for the network was a little off and stuff like that. So I wanted to like really get back. So I've been sitting my ass down for the past two weeks. And I'll probably be doing it for like the next two weeks. I have a trip coming up. My annual trip is coming up um, next week. So I'm excited about that. So I am just trying to like get motivated. I'm going to be out in the mountains, like, you know, getting my num hum, num yum ro re yo or whatever um, they were saying in that Tina Turner movie. But I've been trying to like, you know, self-motivate. What are some self-motivating things that you do? Like, you know, what are some things that you know, get you back into your bag of who you are and stuff like that. Like, it's just a, a variety of things for me. Like, sometimes I like to listen to, like, hype music, like, to kind of get me, like, hype again. Like, sometimes I like to listen to, like, um, like there's, like, these deep house mu- um, mixes on YouTube. Like, sometimes I just put that on low and just be in here bob my head. But it don't really have words to it, so I can kind of focus. The, sometimes I like to listen to, like, smooth jazz in work. Or chill hop and stuff like that. Like, do y'all listen to chill hop? I love me some chill hop. But, um, yeah, like, those are just some of the methods that I use. I mean, music is a lot of the main way that I've, you know, kind of decompressed. Because, like, I love music. I love music. I don't know how much I can express that and stuff like that. And the more and more I think about this network and the the, the route that I want to go, I feel like it's going to always be more music-focused. Like, I don't know. I just always... I've been having that vision lately of just... You know, I've been doing the whole, like, pause or play thing on Instagram and TikTok. And I feel like that that is something I really need to start pushing again. So I'm going to have a little bit more about that in the wrap-up. But that's just some of the things I've been up to. What y'all been up to, man? Like, what y'all got planned for fall? I do know that I want to have, like, a um, vision board party. Like, I've been saying I want to do these events, and I've been setting it up. And so I really need to do that. So... I I wrote my goals down, you know, all the goals down that I wrote um, by the end of the year, like growing this YouTube channel. And, you know, I want to have two successful events and, you know, just really start kicking things in gear. I want to find new hosts and and get people back on the network. But I want to do it the right way. I want to I want to do it in a way where I'm just not being confrontational with people because I'm tired of being like that. So. Um, that's the stuff that I'm working on. I want to know what you're working on. Let us know in the comments. Like I said, if you're listening to this, like I appreciate you if you're listening to this anywhere, like Spotify, Apple Music, all that. But bro, just go to the go to this YouTube and, and click subscribe, write a comment under this video, you know, whatever the title of the name is, it'll be there so you can hear it. Um, but I just want to start pushing more clips. I want to start like, you know, I have an idea for a revival of conversation with friends, but like We'll see about that, and um, yeah, that, that's that's just what I'm working on. Let's slide on into the purple little bag and hear what I'm listening to. Bow. Oh my gosh, the music just turns me on. All right, we are in the purple little bag, the place where I like to tell you what I'm listening to, and for all those new folks out there, the purple little bag was a little lunch bag that my mom and dad used to carry their cassette tapes in when cassette tapes were out. You know that cassette tapes are really making a comeback? Like, I I get the, um, I understood vinyl and, you know, the record players and things like that, and I even have one. I have a record player. I have a few records, but I wasn't one of those ones who was going crazy with it. Like, I mean, the sound do, do sound crisp, and I like the little record player look. Like, it's dope, but... 
um now they're coming out with the cassette tapes and i was in urban outfitters like not too long ago and i seen them selling like a cassette tape for like 25 dollars, and i was just like bro that is wild that is wild that's what nostalgia costs but um you know so they're doing all that but this week in the uh the plb i uh you know, I haven't, like like I said, I was in New York um, walking the streets. And so, one, I was listening to, you know, the Mush King Life and Times playlist on Spotify. Like, if you're not if you're not hip to it, then what are you doing? Like, you got to go follow it. I'll have the link in the description. So, go ahead and tap that. And it's a, just a, a, um, a list of songs that I've been dedicating to myself over the years of just different songs that I like at different variation times in my life. I've been doing this list probably since like 2013. I think that's when I see that um, I actually added it. But, you know, I uh, wanted to discuss a few songs that I like um, that like get me kind of hype. Because, you know, I was talking about motivation and stuff like that. So one of the songs on the Mush King Lifetime's playlist that I, you know, always go to when I want to be in a good mood, Erica Badu, Back in the Day. Like that is, you know, back in the days when things were cool. Listen, y'all, y'all not ready for my mixtape. You are not ready for my mixtape, bro. Like, don't let me, all these people putting out records, to, please tell me you, I, you can't add some sauce auto-tune to that and ooh, no? All right, well, I tried, I tried. But Back in the Day by Erica Badu, that is one of the songs that, um, that I really enjoy. It looks like I added this back on my playlist back in February of this year, but that's a song that I've been rocking out to for a really long time. Um, and yeah, so that's one of my jams. Let me go through and see what else, what other song that I got on here that I love. Listen, I told you it's a bunch of songs on this playlist and, um, Ooh, I got some good ones on here. Y'all, y'all gotta click the link. Y'all gotta click the link and, um, and see what's on here. It's a variety of R and B, hip-hop is some stuff from tv like i remember when empire was out like i was adding songs from empire because some of them songs was good on empire some of them songs was good um quicksand by SZA is from the insecure uh soundtrack because when they were doing insecure music um yeah quicksand by SZA also another one of my get ready feel good um song r&b songs listen i always say like r&b comes first with me like i love hip-hop trust me i i, I know my hip-hop but um, R&B always will come first Because listen Sometimes you I, I like the shoot 'em up music I do Trust me I, I, I put my little air gun fingers in the air When you know Kodak Black and all them songs come on But <laughs> But sometimes like my mind I have to be in the mood for that Like I can't listen to that all the time Like I remember my brother used to wake up And listen to like Like hardcore rap Like early in the morning Like Wu-Tang and Redman and when he came back from the military, he's listening to all that chopped and screwed. I just we used to be like, how do you listen to this at the crack of dawn? Like, I, I just don't understand it. But everybody got, you know, everybody got a different way to get right, to get their mood right. So as long as you, uh, but I just never knew how you could get your mood right when you're hearing about people killing people, especially the music these days. Like, they confessing the murders and stuff and the crimes. But that's a story for a different day in a different purple little bag, in a different bag that's not purple. We won't, <laughs> we won't even talk about that. But... Um, let me see. Let me see. The last one I'm going to give y'all is, um, let's see. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to give you a throwback. I'm going to give you a throwback slow jam by, um, actually, and, and, um, it's Good Girls by Joe. If you never heard that song, you should go check that out. I added this song back in 2016, May 2016. That's right when I first moved back 
to New York after living in DC and having like a, a traumatic situation and just a traumatic stay in DC. Like, you know, them places that you just live. I'm not sure if you're a mover, but if you're a mover, then there's probably one place that you live that you're just like, bro, I'm good off that. Like, you know, with me, like, that's the first time I've been back to New York, like I said, since um, 21. I be- mm, No, not even 21. I think that was 2020 when that happened. I can't remember what year that was. That I, I think that was 21. I think that might have been 21 that I went there. Um, but yeah, like, uh, RP to, uh, to Jesse Powell. Like, you know, I, I was saying all that because I, I saw Joe's name. He's an artist at that time. And so, yeah, R- Jesse Powell just passed away. I mean, you is probably one of the most classic R&B songs that, you know, all generations know. Even these young kids, if you don't know who sings it, you heard your grandma. Because, you know, grandmas be like 42 these days. But um, <laughs> your grandma or your mom didn't sing it. Like, so I know you know it. But what are some of the songs that get you motivated, like, when you're feeling... Um, you know, when you're feeling a little blue or, you know, whatever color you're feeling or what songs like really get you in the mood to like really um, pump you up and stuff like that. But one of the latest songs I want and one more I want to learn the latest songs I added on here was um, Get On Up by Jodeci. Like I normally don't like Jodeci, y'all. I, I'm not the Jodeci fan, but that Get On Up song it has always been a feel good song for me. So I added that recently. So slide on over to Spotify and check out my list. It's 592 songs on this list. 592. So go ahead and put it on shuffle. You know, skip through what you don't like. Listen to what you do like. It would be some new songs, maybe some old songs. 37 hours and one minute of music. So there you go. You'll be entertaining. You'll know what I'm listening to. And we could be caught up and we could chat about it in the YouTube comments. But let's get into what you're watching so I can tell you. What I'm watching. Hey, yo, Mushy. What you watching? Check it out. Ding, ding. Law and Order come back this week, y'all. I, I don't know about you, but av- uh, Law and Order advocate over here. Like, I am an advocate of Law and Order. I do not play about that show. I like the little spinoffs that they do. The newer spinoff, like, it was okay. Anthony Anderson left, so I probably like it more because... Some people are just not good cops on TV. Like, you know, I love me some Angela Bassett. I really do. Don't get me wrong. But there's just something about her playing that cop on 911 that I just always get a little giggle out of. Because it's just like, I mean, it don't really, I mean, it's not believable. It's like sometimes when they put couples together and you'd be like, bro, like, why did they match these two up? They don't even look like they will go good together on TV. So I'm real big on that, but um, I'm excited to see where they go. It's supposed to be like a three-part for all three all three Law & Orders. It's supposed to be like a combined episode where they all join forces. Listen, it's like Super Friends, but with law and crime and, and jail and murder and stuff. <laughs> um, so that's up my bag. But also, I just read that they renewed The Shy. I thought the show was ending, so... I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, like, sheesh, can they get this over with? But apparently it's been doing well and they renewed it again. So we can look forward to seeing Kevin and Jake and Luke James and all of that. So I was reading the story the other day. Um, Jake's older brother, Reg, if you watch the show, like he died, I, I think, at the end of season two, uh, he got shot. So apparently I was reading an article that he left the show and said that he was originally supposed to play um, like his character was supposed to be the one who had the trans love interest. 
So he was just like, nah, I can't do that. Like, you know, I mean, on one hand, I can respect it because it's just like, I mean, it is work. And like, you know, sometimes you don't want to put yourself, you don't want to be that actor to put yourself in that box. Because I do feel like, you know, once you do that and you're, you know, so-called straight, now they're always going to look at you with the gay connotation on your name. So like, you know, it's kind of like with, you know, Homeboy from P-Valley, like, we know that he's going to go on to do other things, but it's like if he don't do something to Trump this role, then he's always going to be that the the guy from that the gay show because that's what they you know, that's what they call it now. I'm just being honest. I'm That's what they call it. It is what it is. I mean, it's just a show with with people who happen to be gay. Like, that's how I look at it. I don't people's lives are people's lives. Live it how you want it. Don't worry about mine. That's all I got to say. But um what else you been watching on TV? I, like I said, I've been in my bag. I've been in, in New York. I didn't even watch no. I didn't really watch no TV. My friend tried to get me to watch that new. Um, I about to say the new Lord of the Rings, not the new Lord of the Rings. Uh, that show that y'all were like, you know, um, that one, yeah, with the dragons and stuff, with the man with the white hair. Ah, nah, nah, wasn't really for me. Wasn't really for me. They always try to get me to watch like The Crown. Nah, meh, not for me. All of them, like, 300 movies or, like, those, like, were they wearing, like, gladiator sandals? Nah. Nah. Not for me. I left the gladiators at medieval times when I went with that bomb-ass chicken that they had. Like, I left it there. But let me know in the comments, like, what you're watching because um, I need some new shows to watch. I need some new shows to watch. Um... Atlanta is back. Mind you, I thought I was started watching Atlanta today because I wanted to catch you up on it and stuff like that. But apparently I just finished the last episode of the last season. <laughs> I thought it was the new episode of the new season. I was just like, they still in France. So let's see how they wrap that show up and end it. Cause you know, it's that show is just like outrageously wild in like a, a funny, weird kind of way. It makes you think. It makes you think like what the hell is happening, but like it makes your brain like figure it out. Like, oh snap. And then you know, you connect the dots on little stuff. Those those Atlanta those true Atlanta fans who really break down the show and be showing the symbolism and shit, like I I, I give it up to people like that. Cause give me the um give me the Spark Notes version of it. If you remember Spark Notes, then you know you about that thing. Let's slide over there too. <laughs> um Yeah, so if you if you know about Spark Notes or uh what was the book version? Spark Notes was the the computer version. I forget what the the um the book version of that was called. Man, it's been a long time since people use stuff like that. Now you can just Google anything. You don't need just one website. So those are the things of what I'm watching. Let me know in uh, in the comments what you're watching. Like, please let me know a new show. Like I told you, I keep telling you every week what type of shows that I like. So please don't recommend no no crazy stuff to me. And um, we're going to get in to wrap this show up because I've been talking my ass off. So let me wrap it up. As always, guys, I want to thank you guys for joining me each and every week here on the CWF Network. Um, you know, the big content, small pieces, everyday content for everyday people. It's just been a long, long, long eight years that I've been doing this network. And I feel like, well, this is technically seven. But... Um, you know, seven is the year of change and things like that. I've been expressing that for the past couple of weeks on this show. So, you know, I just really want to start elevating the content. And, you know, I said I want to have 10,000 views on YouTube by the end of 2022, which I, I, I feel like I'm going to get anyways. I'm already at 4,000. So it's technically not that hard. And that's with minimal effort that I've been putting in. But the things that I want to do, the things that I have planned, the content that I want to put out, 
I feel like it could be something that, you know, a goal that I could reach. But I have an announcement. I have an announcement about this show, though. So I was talking to my mom the other day, and she asked me, like, when are you going to get on camera and do your show? And I was just like, ooh, like, she finally called me out. Like, you know, I've been waiting for somebody to call me out. Like, and people have been asking me for years, like, well, how come you don't do video? How come you don't do video? But before the pandemic, people weren't really doing video for podcasts. Like, podcast is audio. When you do video, that technically makes you a YouTuber. Like, because now you're, you know, you're doing these interviews on video. Podcast was audio only when I started. So, you know, now I am moving with the shift of the wind, and I will be doing the video soon. I just want to set up the um, the platform, like a stream yard or something like that, so I can come and, you know, produce the show how I want to produce it and make sure it look good. So, because, you know, I need to create my own shit, man. I be applying to these producer jobs. I don't know if it's my resume. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, bro, I built this whole fucking network myself by, like, you know, trying to learn everything I could learn because I didn't know how to do none of this before I started. Like, I mean, yes, I have a degree in media and yes, I knew how to cut audio and cut video and things like that. Like, yes, I had that. So I did have a, a little step to stand on. But as far as like creating the network and creating the taglines and finding the hosts and, you know, learning how to coach them and learning how to write emails and learning how to reach out to brands and stuff like that, like, it's just been a journey that I've been trying to go to over the years. So now I just want to expand it. I'm going to do video, but I'm going to get like StreamYard or Riverside, one of those two. But also, I'm getting back into my creative bag. Um, some of you may know, like a lot of people know me because I had my clothing line back in the day where, I, listen, I used to be promoting, 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 promoting. So a lot of people know me from that. Um, so I've been getting back into my creative bag because I'm like, you know, let me make some bread from my creative juices. Like I told y'all, the pandemic kind of put me in a space where I just didn't feel like creating nothing. So now I'm back in like a feel good mood. And so I just ordered some patches online. Like I'm about to work on some custom hoodies for the winter. Just big things coming. So I really want to start a Patreon because like I, I want to show y'all the process and also, you know, help get y'all support and helping me push forward and, you know, um, just help me support financially the things that I want to do, like the goals that I have, because it's just like I feel like that's what's been um, holding me back for a long time. And like I know, like they've had GoFundMe's and all that, but I've always been way too embarrassed to actually do one. And like I see everybody else doing Patreon, I see everybody else doing that, and I just always felt like I don't want to ask nobody for money. But now we're in the space to where that's normal and people do that. So now I need to take advantage and be a part of the trend. So. I will be starting a Patreon very soon, and it will be like a little behind the scenes behind my creative stuff. I have to sneeze. Hold on. Ooh, man, I had that. I had that sneeze coming for a while, but it's gonna be a look behind my creative process and everything that I'm gonna do, like some of the stories that I've had of my creative journey, and you know how I make my stuff, and you know like where I get my materials. Like I'm gonna put y'all through all of that, and I think you know it'll be like a little monthly fee. Well, it'll be one monthly fee just for like, you know, minimal supporters. And then I think I'm going to have like another tier where I release a T-shirt every month with those people who, um, you know, and they'll get like exclusive content as a thank you, of course, for the next level. But that's something that I'm thinking about. Like I realized I wrote notes for this last year, November for um, for Patreon. So now November's coming up again and I just saw that I wrote it down. That's why I got to write things down. When you write it down, it's real. 
Also, I will be doing like a behind the brand. Like I'm going to be doing like that's going to be video for YouTube where I'm just going to be breaking down like what I'm doing for the network, how I'm building it. I feel like, you know, being transparent going forward is probably going to be, you know, what's going to get me to the next level. I've been building this thing, you know, by myself secretly because I've been trying to figure out how it is. But now I know what the network is. I know how it's run and stuff like that. So I'm going to be pushing to get all of that and really, um, you know, move forward and become the media mogul that I plan to be. So thank you guys for joining me. Be sure to follow me on the socials. Mushking underscore underscore is where you can find me on Instagram and um Twitter and I believe TikTok, but just follow the network TikTok, CWF Network, and also be sure to subscribe, please, to the YouTube. It is doing great. Like I said, we just passed um, 4,000 views, so that is going well. We're going to bring Creative Hustle back to do more video interviews. Like like I said, I've just been working on the platform because Zoom wasn't it. Zoom was not working, and I kind of need something else to kind of, you know, make it a little bit more seamless to what I'm doing. So, I am working on that. If there is anybody out there who would love to help me out, listen, someone with media experience or marketing experience or business finance, something. I need somebody to come help your boy build this because, um, I mean, I could do it alone. But why would I want to do that? I've always been a helper, and that's always going to be what I'm doing. That's the reason I started this network. And that's the reason I just do what I do, you know, period. I know a lot of people think it's pushy or whatever it is. But honestly, I just want you to be the best you that you can be. Because let me tell you something. Be sure to tell your story because you never know who's listening. And that's key. You never know who's listening because guess what? Everybody got a story to tell. And I'm telling you, seven years ago when I said to my friend, let's record our conversations on the phone. And he was just like, bro, what are you talking about? I saw the vision then. I still see it now, but it just looks a little different, and I'm building towards that, and you're helping me by doing that, by listening, and I appreciate it. So thank you, and I'll catch you next time. I'm out. This is the CWF Network, where we bring you big content in small pieces. Follow us on Instagram at CWFP underscore. Okay, bye.